hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Katie Yu, and thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is just me. I know I've been releasing a bunch of solo episodes recently. I mean, a bunch of collab, like, friend episodes recently, but today it's just me, and I wanted to sit down and talk with you guys because I feel like I haven't filmed a solo episode in such a long time, and I love podcasting, and because I haven't filmed in such a long time, my friends have been subjected to the Katie podcast, which is basically like me talking to them on voice note, but like sending like 10 minutes worth of voice notes in one go. So I was like, you know what? This is kind of ridiculous. Maybe I just need to film a podcast episode. So I was walking yesterday. I was listening to the Jay Shetty podcast for the first time. I have never listened to Jay Shetty's podcast. I know it's been highly recommended and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but please listen to it. It was so good. I was going on a little hot girl walk. I was doing my errands. I bought an entire head of cauliflower for one pound. I was like, I feel like I'm ripping you off. Like, this is ridiculously cheap produce. I was having the best day, basically, and I was listening to the Jay Shetty podcast, and I was thinking to myself about the power of consistency and failing publicly, But before I go into the meat of this episode, one, I feel like it sounds a little bit echoey, but it could just be in my ears. So if there is a change, it's because I'm filming in the living room. So sorry about that. Two, my voice sounds like this because I just woke up, but I don't know. Maybe it's like I feel kind of mysterious when my voice is like a little bit raspy, a little bit deeper. But if you are wondering why I sound like I'm sick, I'm not... I could be, I, I could be like coming down with something. I am getting really burnt out and tired, but I'm not sick. I've really just woken up. So today I want to talk about the power of consistency and failing publicly. And I'm going to talk about it in my own life and tell you how consistency has played in my own life. So let me just give a brief example. If you're here from Instagram, you may or may not know that I have a project called The Consistency Project. I don't really promote it now because I'm not really a project-based creator, but when I was doing Project 50, I was really thinking about, you know, daily habits, daily tasks that I could use to gamify my life. So basically make my life like a game, and if I take off six tasks every single day, I'm going to change my life, but I'm going to do it in such a way that it makes it fun for my brain and I like want to tick it off. So if you've ever heard of like project-based like wellness challenges, so the 75 hard was maybe the first one to come out. Then there is variations of it like the 75 soft, project 50, which is the one I completed, the consistency project, which is the one that I created, and everyone else's kind of spin-offs of like daily habits for a set amount of time. So the power of consistency, I feel like I have learned how to be consistent through these projects. I don't like I will give you a brief overview of the 75 hard. It's basically you do five tasks every single day for 75 days, no alcohol, um stick to a diet, two 45-minute workouts a day, take a project pro- take a progress picture and also read 10 pages of any non-fiction book. And if this is the kicker because I feel like no other project is like this with 75 hard, if you fail one day, like you don't complete one of those tasks, you have to start the 75 days all over again. 
So I was really interested in 75 hard actually. And I think um, it was something I was always wanted to try doing, like just this crazy mental challenge. But I've realized that that kind of lifestyle is way too restrictive for me. And I'm very lucky in the sense that through all these projects, through doing a lot of therapy and doing a lot of reflection, I've kind of figured out what habits work for me, what habits don't. And I am very in tune with my emotions and how I'm feeling that like if I don't complete XYZ tasks in one week, like let's say I don't go to the gym four times a week in one week, I will start to feel mentally off and I will be able to catch that. So I don't like the you know 75 hard because it's so restrictive but I do think that it teaches something very valuable which is this idea of consistency and this idea of discipline and so people I think often gets consistency wrong it's been harped on in our society as being something that you have to do every single day like think about people saying you have to be consistent on Instagram you have to post one post a day consistency doesn't necessarily mean doing something every single day Consistency can mean like doing one task four times a week or doing the task Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, every single week and choosing those days and sticking with that. And that is like basically consistency is just following a schedule in whatever way works best for you. So if you want more lenience and you say, okay, I want to work out four times a week and like doesn't matter what day, doesn't matter what workout I do, I just want to know that like I move my body four times a week and that works for you, that is being consistent. But so is, you know, I'm going to work out every single Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. That's also being consistent. You can also be consistent by going every single day. But I think that people inflate consistency with doing something every single day. And that's when most people fail. So I want to talk about consistency and I want to talk about self-discipline because consistency is basically discipline. It's in the moments where you don't have motivation to go do something but you've made a promise to yourself you have to be disciplined enough you have to have enough self-love to tell yourself okay i really am not feeling this right now but if there is no extenuating factors right like if i didn't break my leg if this is financially feasible and it's just a mental attitude like and it's not like oh i'm having a really hard time mentally if it's just like i feel like i don't want to do this today that's when consistency really really matters that's when discipline really matters because you can't rely on motivation you're not motivated anymore i think motivation really only lasts like a couple days for me so it comes and goes in waves and if you only capitalize on motivation you're never going to be consistent you have to start with motivation so i think that i always start projects i always start habits when i'm very highly motivated i've watched a bunch of youtube videos i like saw this play out in someone else's life and i'm like i could do this too so you start with motivation and that carries you on for maybe a couple of days but if you don't have a schedule set if you don't have a consistent schedule you know what you're going to do you know how many times you want to do it that's when it goes wrong so really consistency is discipline first and foremost 
you cannot be motivated by the changes you see every single day. You have to be motivated by the process and also by the quote-unquote end goal. And that's what I like about these projects is that there is kind of an end goal for you to work on because you can be consistent forever. Like if I commit to four days at the gym for the rest of my life, there is no end goal until I die. So you really have to enjoy the process of whatever the goal is for you as well. And I started going to the gym not because I wanted to go to the gym, but because I enjoyed the process of lifting weights. And it wasn't like I was looking for a specific thing to change on my body or like I was trying to spot treat and stuff like that. I really was like, I'm just going to go because going and stepping foot in the gym, regardless of what I do, makes me feel good. Not because of the endorphins I get every workout, but that is part of it. But it is because I've made this promise to myself to do this action four times a week. And I want to build that self-confidence. I want to show myself that I love myself. And I want to show myself that I'm disciplined enough to actually stick to the goals when I make them. So that's kind of how I ended up working up to the amount that I work out now. I think working out and consistency are the two like kind of, it's just the easy example. So I use it a lot, but that is kind of the power of consistency. And so now I've been lifting for about two years consistently. And for me, consistently doesn't mean I go every day. It means that I make the effort to go about three to four times a week. Sometimes it looks like more, sometimes it looks like less, but it is a commitment to myself that I have made because I want to better my mind and my body. But first and foremost, it really is about my mind. And so I think having the right mindset about consistency and having the right mind, like knowing that you're being consistent, not because you want a certain end goal, but because you also enjoy the process and because it comes from this place of self-love and it comes from a place of self-discipline and it comes from a place where where you can build confidence in yourself as well. Self-confidence, what I've learned is you build self-confidence by making a promise to yourself and sticking to it. Because if you can't stick to a promise that you've made to yourself, how can you help other people? And so self-confidence really, the meat of the matter is you are telling yourself, I'm going to do this for myself. And sometimes you don't get that external validation and that's when discipline comes in. It's when self-love comes in. So self-love is both, you know, I love myself where I'm at. I'm grateful for where I'm at. I see how much I've grown, but I want to push myself to be better. So I think people think that self-love is either all or nothing it could be i have to only love myself where i'm at or i have to only push myself but it exists in this weird gray space and that's something that i've worked out a lot in therapy is like not everything is black and white not everything is yes and no and things can exist in this funky little space the gray space where both things can be true at once and there is nuance so all of this to say is that there is power in consistency And the second part of what I wanted to talk about today was failing publicly. I have two examples that I've written down. That's about the extent of my notes. So everything is just, I'm kind of spitballing right here. If this is a bad episode, my God, I'm so sorry. But there is a lot of merit in failing publicly. I think there's two types of victories. There's the public victory and the private victory. And this is only coming because I've been trying to read Seven Habits for the longest time if 
if you know, you know, if you're subscribed to the newsletter, you see it every week. No, I haven't finished it. I am still reading. But um, there's, there's a concept of the public victory, which is when you're doing something and you're doing it for this external motivation and, you know, it's more of a pair, like it's more of a social relationship. The people around you can see that you're winning and they will congratulate you on that. Or there's a private victory and all of that is kind of your motivation, your discipline, your consistency, you know, what you do behind closed doors for you. And I think that there is something so beautiful about this idea of failing publicly Um, going off of the consistency stuff, the two examples I wrote down is actually my podcast and my Instagram. So first and foremost, my podcast, if you go back and like, I still feel like I don't really know what I'm doing with this podcast. Like I don't really know how to make a podcast, but there's a point in my life where research just wasn't cutting it. I wasn't learning more from my research than I was like there's diminishing marginal returns sorry to go all econ bro on you but the more hours you spend you know the less gain you get out of it and so it's probably better to spend that time doing something else because hour 12 and hour 13 you gain a lot less than hour zero to hour one so there was a moment in time in my research where I was like okay I've been researching what a podcast is, how to make one for so long. I think it's time that I just make one. And I come from kind of a different background than a lot of people in the sense that I already had a community on Instagram who would support me with whatever I did. But that also made it more scary, right? Because like, what if I failed? And then everyone kind of knows about it everyone knows about my failed project but there is something so beautiful about putting yourself out there and not being afraid to fail not being afraid to love hard not being afraid to be seen trying there is something so beautiful about that I think what I've learned from Instagram is that the people who put you down the people who make fun of you are the ones who are afraid to be seen trying because no one doing better than you is going to make fun of you that's the bottom line because if they were doing if they were doing better than you and they were in your exact same position all they're gonna do is uplift you because we have been there so when i see people on instagram creating that content making that podcast failing publicly i'm there and i'm going to be your biggest cheerleader because i know how scary it is to put yourself out there in a way that you've never done before and you're looking for feedback you're looking for external validation but you're not afraid to fail your first anything is going to be bad your second anything is going to be bad you're not going to get better by thinking about doing what you want to do you're only going to get better once you start creating the content and so my podcast isn't necessarily quote-unquote good but I've done it so many times that it's just like I know kind of the technical skills of how to make a podcast in which I think I have the technical skills down. I think I also kind of have the content down, although I know I can trim the fat and like make myself shut up. But I also like the idea that you and I are just kind of chatting like this is a FaceTime call. This is not a professional podcast. I am not a professional person. I just want you to feel heard and loved. And so I think that having very clear goals and not being afraid to fail publicly means that you're going to go far because you can be 
the best at something, but if you're not willing to try and you're not willing to put yourself out there, your skill is not going to transfer. It's more important to have a skill that says, I'm going to try and I'm going to fail and I'm going to try again. And you can apply that to whatever, you know, skill-based thing that you're looking at. That's a mindset thing. That is also a skill thing. And it comes with practice. It comes with realizing that you are okay, you know, being seen trying. And you're okay being seen failing. Because you have to fail before you succeed. I think very rarely do people ever succeed on the first try. And if they do, it's because they have some superhuman ability or like they're very gifted in something. So for me in my podcast, it really was this testament of I'm going to try this because I really want to do this and I'm not afraid to be seen failing. I'm not afraid to do this. And people ask me, you know, how do I create a podcast? How did you build this up? And I tell them, it's just, I sit down and it's the power of consistency. I sit down every week and I plan out my podcast. I plan out what I want to write. I plan out some of my speakers. I film it because I love it and I upload it. And if people listen, that's incredible. If people don't listen, that's so okay as well. So it's just this idea that I am not afraid to fail and I'm not afraid to put myself out there because I know that... If this helps at least one person, it makes my entire day. So podcast is a great example. The other example I think that is more kind of understandable is Instagram. So if you don't know from my Instagram, I have like, I guess 100,000, which is crazy. I hit 100K, you know, at the beginning of this year and with Instagram, I never set out to be a content creator. I never set out to have a platform. I just did it for me. Like I wanted to do it for me, have an accountability diary for me. And I also just love creating content, being creative in that way, stretching my mind, you know, connecting with other creators. There was so much about it that I would have loved. And I would love it if I had a hundred followers. I would love it if I had zero followers. Like it's just something that I love doing. And I think that that is powerful mindset but also kind of a (laughs) a tangent so with instagram i was not afraid to be seen trying and i was not afraid to fail publicly and i actually stopped using my instagram account and then i picked it back up and knowing that like i had a lot of people from my high school and my college following my instagram account and there were people that i didn't necessarily talk to there were just people that i kind of knew And I didn't want to like post on my Instagram account because I'm like, that's so embarrassing. Like everyone's going to see me that I'm going to have to go to school the next day and like people are going to make fun of me. But again, what I said before is like the people who make fun of you are not ever going to be the people who are doing better than you. It's only going to be the people who are either jealous of seeing you publicly fail and like they want to do that too, but they don't have the balls or it's just people who need an attitude change and like neither of those things are your problem. So I sucked it up. I pretended like they couldn't see what I was doing and I just started posting. I posted like an influencer. I ended up gaining traction. It ended up working, but it happened very slowly over time. It was because I tried and tried and tried and I failed and failed and failed. If you want to see something embarrassing, I will really out myself right now. If you have like a free five minutes, just scroll to the end of my reels tab and you can see some of my first reels. 
And then you'll be like, how did this girl get big? Because some of my reels, especially if you look at like my 75 soft reels, they're embarrassing. Like they are truly just embarrassing because I didn't know what I was doing, but it was this thing of like, I'm going to do it every single day and I'm going to post it regardless of how I personally feel about it because my mind will lie to me about how you know, good or bad my content is, I'm going to post it and I'm going to fake confidence and I'm going to fake it till I make it and I'm not going to be afraid to be seen trying and we'll see what happens. And the more that I created, the more I kind of understood angles, understood pacing of things, understood what I was trying to say in each video. And there's this intuition that you can't really research. There's a certain style that you like you will have when creating content that comes with practice and it comes with creating a lot of things that are outside of your comfort zone and realizing like what you like, what you don't like, what works for you and what doesn't. So I failed publicly on Instagram and I failed a lot and I think that there is, you know, people see where I'm at right now and they want to be there instantly. But I always say don't ever chase virality on Instagram. It is so like it's so much more worthwhile to build up a small community from scratch and have this consistency of posting whether that's you know three times a week or every single day whatever consistency means for you in terms of Instagram and that's kind of how I got to where I was today was a lot of consistency and a lot of unfound confidence in my content and just this idea that I was not afraid to be posting and to be trying and it is a mindset thing 100% I don't think this can necessarily be taught. It really has to be felt. And I can sit here and say that it worked because I'm on the other side. I know that if you're in the thick of it, if you're just starting out, it feels like it's never going to work out. But you have to do it because you love the process. That, I think, is the bottom line, the key takeaway is like consistency for the sake of consistency and also failing publicly because you want to succeed. Like if you fail enough times, you have to succeed. If you make a hundred videos, you're going to have at least one good video. And that doesn't mean that the 99 other videos that like are quote unquote bad or like didn't take off with the algorithm are a waste of time. They were all showing you and honing you into the skills that you needed to create this 100th video. And so nothing you ever do in the name of passion, in the name of consistency, in the name of a passion project is ever going to be a waste because you're learning and you're growing. And there's also so much merit in doing things because you love them and not necessarily to monetize them, to be a creator, to do this. But if that is your goal, like that is your goal and let's own it. Like it is not embarrassing to be like, I want to be a creator. I want to be an influencer. I want to learn about UGC, et cetera, et cetera. So whatever you're doing in this lifetime, I hope you own it with your chest and be confident in what you're doing and what value you bring to the table. I recently realized that I had a lot of limiting narratives around what I found embarrassing and so I would talk myself down and make myself less than and not tell people the real reason why I was doing things because I thought it was embarrassing to be seen trying in one aspect of my life. But what I realized is that it is not embarrassing to know what your goals are. Regardless of what your goals are, knowing them and then running at them full force is never going to be embarrassing. 
have that confidence, you know, know that you're going to fail, but like do it anyways, do it because you love it, do it because you're passionate. And that is what I can say, like passion cannot be replaced. Passion and motivation are so intertwined, but this is getting quite long. So let me try to give you a couple of takeaways. Number one, consistency doesn't mean you do something every day. It means you do something for X number of days, X number of weeks. You just stick to a schedule. Number two, don't be afraid to be seen failing and failing publicly because to get anything in this lifetime, you can't necessarily keep it all in and have it be a private victory. You can, but most likely the things that you want are on the other side of this insecurity of failing. It is not embarrassing to fail and it is not embarrassing to be seen trying. Number three, when the motivation runs out, know that consistency is all about self-discipline and self-love. And number four, nothing you do in the name of passion is ever a waste. I make podcasts because I like them, not because I'm trying to make money, not because I want to do anything else, but I just like the idea of sitting down and talking and knowing that my voice and my thoughts are being heard by someone else. Like, I just love the idea of podcasting. And so nothing I ever do in the name of podcasting is ever going to be a waste. It's going to teach me technical skills. It's going to teach me the skill of planning. It's going to teach me, you know, how to schedule, how to be consistent. It's going to teach me so many soft skills that you just can't learn without ever trying. So All of this to say is that you got this. Know that a lot of these things are mindset shifts. And if you're listening to me and you're like, I want to do this, but unfortunately, Katie, I can't get out of bed. I'm having a rough time mentally. Know that this is not the podcast episode for you. I think so often we beat ourselves down because we believe that we should be somewhere that we're not. And for me, for a long part of my life, So much of my mental energy was focused on keeping myself alive. I know that sounds really scary and really stupid, but I just didn't have any energy to put towards, you know, living my best life, creating myself. I understand that a lot of these topics are something that you can only start working on once you're not in survival mode. So if you're in survival mode, please exit this podcast, you know, ask for help if you need it. Know that that's not embarrassing, but to everyone else, know that this and like where I'm at right now is not because I have anything special. There's nothing special about me except for this idea of my mindset that I had to cultivate. Like I created this mindset for myself and I did it over and over and over again and I, you know, failed and tried and failed again and I did it publicly, and I wasn't afraid to fail. There's nothing between me and you except for two years of experience of me failing. So if you start today, in two years, you could be where I'm at. You could be better than where I'm at. You could be where I'm at, you know, in less than two years. But the thing is, I started earlier, and so that's the only difference between where you are and where I am. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Solidarity on the Bench. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find me elsewhere on the internet. My name is Katie, Katie U. People ask me about my last name, actually, especially because I just moved to London. My last name is U, and it's not because I'm like EU or like Europe or anything. It really is just my last name. So my Instagram handle is katie.eu. My links will be down below. And as I said before, I have a newsletter that comes out again every Tuesday. 
It comes out 11 minutes after this podcast. So feel free to subscribe. Everything is free and I want to keep everything free for as long as I can. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next one.